And welcome back to Sports the Nemo Way, the Moses Malone episode, chairman of the boards. The 6'10", 215-pound center is a one-time <laughs> champ, three-time MVP. He's a 13-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA, playing 21 years in the league, and he is a Hall of Famer with career averages of 20, 12, and 1 on 49% shooting. And now I will kick to the noisemaker, Drew, who has him ranked the lowest of anyone at 27 overall and 7 on his center list. Drew? Well, first of all, that's a bunch of cap. There ain't no way that he only weighs 30 more pounds than me. (laughs) (laughs) There ain't no way. I weighed myself the other day. I'm 217. Yeah, that has Moses, been more than you're no way six ten. No, I'm I'm five ten. Five ten. So yeah, uh, no, yeah. no way. Okay, get that done over with right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that needed to be addressed. Okay, well, now it's the basketball skills. Well, Moses got the Finals MVP like we all love. We love to see that. Uh, three MVPs and probably the best offensive rebounder of all time. Let's be honest. He just insane seven rebound seven offensive rebound seasons i mean you don't hear that anymore you just nowadays you don't see people crashing the offensive boards they just shoot a shot watch it and like oh well someone will get it down there we'll, we'll just box people out for westbrook that yeah, we do that uh, <laughs> um when moses wanted to he could take over a game like in 84 playoffs he just said fo 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 and then he went one so <laughs> um i'm not I'm not trying to be rude, but isn't that the 83? 83. Playoffs? Yeah, I, I think it was 83. Yeah. Um, I think Moses has probably played on the most teams we've seen on a player on our list so far. Nine franchises. That's yeah. insane. You don't <laughs> ever see that from a superstar. Yeah, exactly. No. That's what I was getting ready to say, too. Like, you see, like, some, like Crawford and, and Joe Blue, Smith. Yeah, <laughs> like, role <laughs> players and stuff do yeah. it, but. We don't ever see that out of superstars. No. And like eight, what, seven, eight different numbers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he was just bouncing all over the place. Yeah. I mean, probably one of the superstars we saw him move the most is probably like Charles Barkley, and he went to three different places. Yeah. So that's just crazy. But well, I mean, let's, before, some you, before we move on, is of, it, yeah. let's think about the guys we've done so far. Have we had anybody more than three? Well, you got some of the modern I mean, LeBron's two stints in Cleveland, Miami, like Miami and Lakers. You got Durant's Durant. got yeah. Thunder. He's Warriors, a three though. He's Nets. three. What about um? Kyrie's. Uh, no, we haven't done Kyrie. Chris Paul. Uh, He's got four, doesn't he? Chris Paul's the, the Hornets. Yeah. Clippers, 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 Thunder, Thunder, Thunder Suns, Rockets. Sun, Rockets. That's five. Rock, oh, five. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, CP3. I guess would probably be our team. Ooh, no, Dwight. Dwight's been on like uh, seven or eight teams. Yeah, just the end of his career has just been a team to team bingo game. Just kinda yeah, jumping. Yeah, well, what about, well, what about Parrish? How many teams did he play for? Warriors, Celtics. Celtics. Sat on the Bulls bench. Bulls. Uh, he was also he also played for the I think they played for the Hornets. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he, did. Not, yeah, he, did. he did. He kind of bounced a little. Well, didn't Dwight, didn't, didn't Dominique jump around at the end of his career too? Celtics and yeah, Spurs. Yeah. Dominique even played in Europe. Maybe. Maybe. So yeah, he yeah. left. He just yeah. left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just went to Europe. But Rodman has four. four. Five. Rodman has a decent amount. Yeah, yeah he's got well, four. And what about all Oak. 
How many teams he played for? <laughs> uh, see, Toronto, New York, Chicago. Cleveland. I think at least two more. He yeah. played for Cleveland. Yeah. Matumbo. Matumbo jumped oh, around. Oh, Matumbo jumped around at the end of his career, too, yeah. Because he's got what? Even in his prime, he jumped around a little bit. He's at, what, Denver? And then where he started, Denver? He got drafted in Denver? I think so. Yeah. 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 And then uh, where did he Philly, Atlanta. Philly and Atlanta. I think he it goes Denver, Atlanta, Philly, Philly. Philly. New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, okay. Houston. Uh, I feel like we're missing someone. I feel like we are, too. I have a computer sitting on my lap. I should just look. What about um, T-Mac and Vince? They oh, Vince, well, Vince would have had a lot, too. <laughs> there at the end, that. it was. Vince was every year just going somewhere. Yeah, I bet Vince is up there with Dwight because Vince, yeah. After New Jersey, it was just jumping around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> he played for everybody. <laughs> he did there at the end. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Mm, who else? Those are pr- I'd probably say those are probably the main <coughs> guys. I would think so. Dikembe's basketball reference page won't come up. Probably can't spell his name right. No, I, I know how to spell his name. <laughs> I got him to come up. I just don't have his basketball reference page. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I well, I guess we haven't done him yet. Never mind. All right, I got him pulled up now. We're looking at Denver, Atlanta, Philly. New Jersey, New York, and Houston. So we'll miss New York. So okay. six teams for him. Um, yeah, you're you're right on Vince, though. I mean, Vince was, what, Toronto, New Jersey, Orlando. Phoenix. Phoenix. Dallas. Dallas. Grizzlies. Memphis. Wow. Uh, Atlanta. Yeah, he went to Atlanta. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's seven right there. And, and we might be missing one. And it looks like Dwight's at eight, with two different stints in L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. All right, with Vince, it's Toronto, New Jersey, Orlando, Phoenix, Dallas, Memphis, Sacramento, and Atlanta. Sacramento, so at okay. I we forgot about Sacramento, Sacramento for a year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Paul Pierce jumped around a lot then, too. Not as much as those guys, but Shaq, yeah. he, he hit three or four. Shaq was at a handful of teams. Well, he's the one I said too. we haven't talked about yet. That's yeah. why I was saying it. But yeah, he did the same thing. Because there's this thing; it has like a it's a rainbow of Shaq and all his different jerseys. Yeah, because he like completed it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we can get back to Moses now. <laughs> Are we done, Drew? You yeah, have something else? I'm done. All right. Well, that will now lead us <clears throat> to Ray, who has him a short jump up at 21 overall, but still seven on his centers list. Ray. All right. We're gonna pull. I guess I'll just go through the history. Kind of like the days of our lives, you know, kind of, kind of thing. We got, we got to have an hourglass here, or what? Yeah, no, I, I didn't get that on Amazon yet. Mm-hmm. That's in the mail. Uh, but anyway, uh, slow start in the in uh, final years of the ABA, but still puts up just around a double double average. Then he gets traded a couple more times until he gets to Houston, where he just blows up, averaging around twenty five and fourteen. Uh, damn good center so far. Then he gets dealt to Philly, where in the 83 finals, the Sixers team wins the, t- wins the title, sweeping the Lakers. Moses also wins the finals MVP. Um, let's see, notable uh, Phillies players for the team that year was Maurice Cheeks, Dr. J, 
Bobby Jones and Moses, and then the Lakers had Jabbar, Magic, James Worthy, McAdoo, and Rambus. <laughs> Rambus. So, I mean, that's crazy to think that he swept that Lakers team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the 86th season, Moses starts the NBA tour bus once again, going to five different teams in the nine years. The last three years were pretty much a washout, and he was a shell of himself. But the stats and accolades and the, and the competition he went against, I just couldn't leave him off the list. He's an outstanding player, one of the players the NBA made difficult to be great, but he rose to the occasion. And I don't know if he was just an asshole like some of the others, and that's why he got traded, but I mean, I just couldn't leave him off the list. I mean, the stats are just outstanding. That's what you got, Ray? Yep. All righty. Thank you, Ray. And that will lead us to Wade, who just one spot ahead at 20 overall, but two spots up on his center list at five. Wade? Um, I mean, Moses just, he checks all the boxes. Um, he's just, it's crazy that someone that good can be so far down your center list mm. just because centers is so stacked. Um, but he's really up there with all the greatest centers. Really, I think the only thing he kind of lacks when it comes to the big dogs is just championships for, for most of them. Um, but other than that, the, he really he can do a lot of the same stuff all the other all-time greats could do. Um, he put up the crazy stats, had the, you know, he was great on both ends. Maybe he's probably in the conversation as one of the greatest, if not the greatest rebounder ever. Um like Drew said, probably is the best offensive rebounder ever. Um, I mean, he's got more MVPs than Shaq and Kobe combined, just to put something into perspective. Um, that's pretty impressive. Um, and, yeah, and that, that Sixers team he was on um, had a phenomenal run that year they won. They were dominant. Um, some people argue they probably should have won more um, because of how dominant they were. But... Uh, and he was the finals MVP, but uh, just, yeah, I mean, just completely and utterly unstoppable, and there's no reason he shouldn't be in your top 20 or 30 players. All right. Well, that will now go to me, who, like Wade, has him fifth on his center list, but two spots up at number 18 on the overall list. Well, I just have a few things here for old Moses, uh, my opening statement. He has 11 straight seasons of 20 and 10. Um, We've got guys that struggle to play 11 seasons. So, I mean, 11 straight seasons of 20 and 10 is pretty impressive. Um, He has six rebounding titles, five of which he won in a row. Um, He's one of only eight players in history to have three MVPs. And he has the three highest offensive rebound seasons in NBA history. Um, so that's, I'm going to take it a step further than Drew and just say that without a doubt, Moses Malone is the greatest offensive rebounder ever. Um, so, um, but the main draw to Moses for me, and I don't want it to sound repetitive like we did with, uh, or like, like I'm talking about Dirk again, but his finals run is stupid impressive. Um, which also gives me a loud wonder about Moses is if if you were this motivated to win this year, 
um, why couldn't it have been done, you know, again? Um, especially since they added Barkley um, after this, after their title run. So it was a little weird. But I just want to uh, touch on that title run real quick. Um, not just the Philadelphia 76ers. Moses Malone was straight-up dominant in the 83 playoffs. Uh, in the first round, they played the Knicks, and uh, he averaged 31-15 and 15 on 57% shooting. Um, and then uh, he gave, oh, while he swept the Knicks, by the way, um, then he gave Milwaukee the old gentleman sweep, 4-1, uh, <laughs> while averaging 22-14 and 14 on 52%. And then here's the big one, guys. He goes to the finals against the Lakers and all-time great Kareem. He averages 25 and 18. And here's the here's a big number for you. In the series, he out-rebounded Kareem 72 to 30. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in the deciding game four, he he had 24 points and 23 rebounds. Wow. <laughs> I knew it was impressive. I didn't remember it was that crazy. I uh, read an article today that called Moses Malone uh, Kareem's kryptonite. Hmm. Um, he did really struggle with Moses. Um, uh, so I will say this. I don't, I, I don't feel uncomfortable with where I ranked Moses. But some of the things I looked up today made me think. Um, Moses has not only um, really impressive stats, he has a super impressive uh, run to the finals and a finals MVP, and he has quite a few accolades. Um, you know, it's Moses's career is is super impressive and. Uh, It'll be interesting to see after a lot of this research and talking with each other what all of us do with Moses at the end of this. But that is the end of my opening statement, and that will lead us obviously to the last one left, Uncle Doug, who has him at 16 overall, but back up to seven on his centers list. Uncle Doug? Yeah, my, my list is pretty center heavy. <laughs> and Moses may move up that center list. Um, six is David Robinson, and I struggled with those two back and forth. So I could very easily see him moving up a little there. Um, I remember that series against the Lakers, and Moses was so dominant. Um, you guys have touched on most of the stuff. Um, he is ninth all-time on the scoring list. He's third all-time on the rebound list. He's 25th on the blocks list. Um, and if you look at his numbers, between... 79 and 83, that five-year span, he was probably the best player in the NBA. Because in that five-year span, he won three MVPs, four rebound titles, and an NBA title where he was the MVP. I will say this. I looked at his three MVP seasons, mm -hmm. and I can't argue with any of them. No, I can't either. I, I looked no, at them as well. First for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well... I mean, the 78-79, he averaged 25 and 17.6. Uh, George Gervin was second. He averaged almost 30 points but only five rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Gervin wasn't and a not rebounder. And not only that, but um, Moses' team had more wins than Gervin's. Right. So it's not like 
you know, Gervin had won 60 games or something. And then his 81-82 MVP, he averaged 31.1, 14.7. Number two was Larry Bird at 22-9 and 10-9. And then his 82-83, which was the championship year, was 24.5, 15.3, 1.3 assists, 1.1 steals, two blocks. Bird was second again at 23-6-11. So, I mean... Yeah, his MVPs were well-deserved. Yeah, um, I mean, other guys had good seasons in those years, but Malone was just better. Yeah. yeah. They weren't close like these other ones. Like, yeah. either guy you'd be happy with here, it's just. Right. Well, well and he came into the ABA. That's where he started his first two seasons, straight from high school. And his first year in the ABA, he made the All-Star team. 18 and 14. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> You know, I mean, how many guys step in and do that? Now, the next year, his numbers went down when he went to the St. Louis Spirits. But I think that's because he was playing more power forward and they had a big center. I think, I'm trying to remember the name of the center that played for the Spirits. I want to say it was. They had him listed at power forward. It looks like he only played like 43 games, too. Yeah. and um, I don't know. Well, there was a lot going on. They they had Caldwell Jones. Yeah. Um, his minutes are down that year, and they too. had and they had Maurice Lucas, right? So see, they had a lot of guys. St. Louis was trying to make the NBA, mm-hmm. and so they kind of loaded up. They were the last team cut, and um, so that's a little bit why his numbers weren't as good. But yeah, phenomenal player. Yeah, Maurice Lucas that season he played with the Spirit. That Moses played with the Spirits, averaged twenty points, fifteen rebounds. Yeah. Um, so, while Caldwell Jones averaged twelve points and eleven rebounds, right? <laughs> so most of the rebounds are being snatched up, and and he still averaged almost ten. Like Ray said, almost a double double again. Yeah. You know who else played on that team though? Mike D'Antoni. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Just All right. Interesting fact. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. That's Moses. All right. Thank yep, you, Uncle Doug. I'm good. All right, so I think we discussed this uh, off air, guys. But let's uh, let's let's hash it out a little bit on air. Um, what are the difference in our in our rankings here? I know Wade and I have him at five on our center list, and you guys all have him at seven. Um, what what is the uh, the difference? The reason Wade like who do you guys have between? Uh, I think the difference on Wade and I. Is David Robinson and Bill Russell? Yeah. Same with me. Yeah, I dropped Russell obviously, and he has, and I have Robinson one below him, and he has Robinson one ahead of right. him. Right. Okay. So. All right. <coughs> and Drew, what about I you? Buddy? Say the next two are Bill Russell and David Robinson. So it's yeah, so he's the same one. Okay. I thought you had Russell ahead of. Moses I do. Russell. They're like the next two above. Oh, okay. Ray, you have Ewing ahead, right? Yeah. That's what yours is? You have, yeah, you have Ewing, and then uh, the next one close is Shaq at 15. Yeah, we all have Shaq ahead of Moses, yeah. which Mark told me today was wrong. He, <laughs> he had to give me a lesson today on Moses, and oh my he gosh. told me that there's no way that Shaq was better than Moses. And uh, if Moses guarded Shaq, he wouldn't be able to move him, which I didn't find very uh, in, uh <laughs> Truthful. Hey, it only weighs two fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can move. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can kind of see Mark waving his finger like, 
God dang it, Alex! Why didn't you put Moses and Bob as somebody else? He said he said that he's redoing his center's list, and that Moses will be number two. Oh my! Oh God. wow! Wow! Hmm. Well, Moses is good. Who's I don't know if that's who's good. number one. Kareem. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I you could m- probably make an argument for him to be two. Yeah. You know, if if you knock down the old guys, um, like Wilton Russell. You could definitely because three MVPs. He's got more MVPs than anybody other than Wilt, Russell, and Kareem. And his his rebound like him and Elijah would be a good conversation. They both do things better than the other. Yeah. But Yeah, I actually had that conversation with Mark because I said there's no way that he's better than Olajuwon. And I um for their careers, Olajuwon averages two more points and uh Moses averages one more rebound. Um, but defensively is where Olajuwon takes the cake from him. And Olajuwon, uh, you know, we talk about, well, we haven't really talked about it yet, on the bad Houston teams that Malone played on. and uh, But Olajuwon took one of those bad Houston teams and won a championship with them uh, without Dr. J or Maurice Cheeks or any other Hall of Famers. Um was something Moses couldn't do. And then he did add a Hall of Famer in Drexler the next year and won another championship. So I don't think the comparison between Dream and Moses is overly close, personally. Well, I know you mentioned off-air a little bit about the the 83 championship team and Mark and Dr. J. Yes. Dr. J was not the second-leading scorer on that team. Didn't During we say... Uh, it was a- actually uh, during the playoffs. During the playoffs, Andrew now. Tony. Andrew Tony. Yeah. He averaged eighteen eight. Dr. J eighteen four, and Sheik sixteen three. Didn't, didn't we say that Dr. J was the third best player on that team? <laughs> we discussed it. Yes, or we, we did. So I'm we sorry, Mark. Read it. Or Mark's gonna be so mad. Listen to this. Yes, Mark is gonna. Um, my phone. He's he's been working a lot of overnights. So like, I'll wake up in the morning t- you know like to get ready for work and i'll have like 14 messages from <laughs> mark where he listened to it while staying up overnight <laughs> mm. yeah Uh-oh. i gotta remember to turn my ringer off at night now so mark is waking <laughs> me up in the middle of the night hey, at least we, ha- we have a loyal listener that's good that's we do, right. we that's do. Good. him and some somebody in france yeah that's right shout out to that guy yeah. we appreciate it we need to have mark on more with some of the older guys his 70s and 80s knowledge is pretty yeah pretty it's good. awesome yeah we do miss you, Mark. It would be nice to have you back. I only have one person that got to watch that era. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Um, no, but I think I think the center list is malleable up, up top. I think I think the end of our center list there's a drop off the very at the very oh, end. Very, Once very you hit like end. seven or eight, then it's just kind of <clears throat> your choice. Everyone. Like almost every list I've ever seen has like the same top seven. Yeah, seven or eight. You, I mean, you have the Kareem, Olajuwon, Shaq, Wilt, Russell, Moses, Robinson. Usually Ewing there at the end, and then it's kind of just whoever you want at the very end. Yeah, I, go with all of us have yeah. eight, the top eight. I mean, not the same order, but I mean, right. Our the yeah. front eight are on all of our lists. Sometimes, depending on who whose list it is, they will sprinkle in Willis Reed before Ewing. Yeah. Right, um, mm-hmm. but then it's Willis Reed or Ewing, and then that last spot or two is just up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I know I just kind of touched on it. Um, the 
you know, he didn't have a lot of help in Houston. Uh, Moses, I mean, when mm. he was playing in Houston, those teams weren't very good. Um, why do you think Philly didn't have any success after, success after 83? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, Boston and L.A. were so strong, and then Detroit started coming up Yeah, toward the end. And, and Milwaukee was pretty good at that and, time. Um, I can't remember whether it was this series that Kareem there was a series and I don't remember whether it was this one or I can't remember for sure where at the end of the series at the end of the season he apologized to the team and said I've got to get stronger I've got to work harder and he did and the Lakers went on and won another championship and he played quite a bit better again but I can't remember whether it was this series or not but Moses just well, you, well, the dominated Lakers won him. 84 right I think they did yeah, yeah I think so I was, well, here's another thing about Moses. His playoff stats, not just for that year, for his playoff stats for his career are better than his career numbers. Yes, yeah. He was he was a playoff performer. I think he's like 20, I'm mean, almost there. 22 and 14. Yeah, 22 and 14 are his, for his uh, playoffs. For his playoffs. Um, so. Like, we just talked about he won it in 83. They got beat in the first round of the playoffs in 84. And you're thinking, okay, they must have run into Boston. No. Oh, then mm. they probably ran into Detroit. No. Not Milwaukee either. They got beat by the Nets. Huh. Really? Yep. Who was everybody back for the next season? Let's look. Is, is Dr. J declining at that point? He's oh, yeah. I feel like he's declining. He's starting to oh, slide, yeah. 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 Like, I'm not saying he was bad, but Um, the Nets have Michael Ray Richardson and Buck Williams and Otis Birdsong. Mm. Um, so some decent players. Right, uh, were really good. Um, in that series, Moses is twenty-one and thirteen. Andrew Tony is twenty points and three assists. Um, Doc is eighteen and six and five. Oh, okay. Um, so Maurice cool. Cheeks is sixteen and three. Mm. And they also have Bobby Jones. Right. Like you know, you're looking at four. Hall of Famers right there. Um, yeah, I'm, that's surprising. And then the next year they add Barkley. Right. Um, so I don't know what exactly happened there, to be honest with you, why they lost in the first round of the playoffs the year after being such a dominant champion. Not just right. a champ, a dominant champ. I mean, you're sweeping through most of the playoffs. Um, that's a question Mark would probably know the answer to. Um, and then in 85... They lose to Milwaukee in the second round. Um, I mean, yeah, and then in, and uh, they, I don't know what happened in 86 because um, um, he's not in Philly anymore, so. Yeah, he's really not in Philly overly long be completely honest maybe yeah. that was why they Philly the dynasty he was there four for three, years four years four. Yeah. and he goes on to have some really nice seasons after philly yeah he had some pretty good ones for a little while washington that. atlanta i mean barkley says that the that the moses malone trade <coughs> ruined his career hmm. yeah did they ever say why they why they got rid of moses 
Because, I mean, when they got rid of him, he's 30. Yeah. He's I mean, 30 years old, coming off a season of 23 and 11. Yeah. I mean, you can see a little bit of a decline in his play, but he's still putting up all-star numbers by far. Yeah. But maybe they th- maybe they thought the team was just on it was just over this the I think it championship was, about, was over. I think window. it was I think it was over for Doc. Well, that's why I said uh, like he mm-hmm. wasn't he on the decline, and then what a, the you said Bobby Jones right? I was yeah, messed Bobby up his Jones, first name. Yeah. He was probably on the way down. Yeah, and then so hey, I mean, you're looking at Cheeks and Barkley and thirty Mal- year old Moses Malone. Yeah, I mean that's still a pretty good core if you ask me. No, I'm not saying <laughs> it's bad, but. Mm. I'm not, I, I mean, just don't know all the details from back then. That's you know? very true. There's it's so much that goes into that stuff. I mean, I, I just know because I watched a, uh, um interview with Charles, and he just rips the Philly franchise a new one for <laughs> the stupid moves they made, yeah. uh, trading Moses um, for, you know, a basket of balls. It's yeah. tr- tricky when you weren't around back then because, I mean, people 20 years from now might look back and be like, why the hell did Houston get rid of James Harden? He was putting up 30 points and 10 assists. Why would they get rid of this guy? But when you watched it happen, you know, he got fat on purpose and did all this crazy stuff mm, to leave. They did do that. There was some conflict in the organization. and There's always little stuff that goes on like that, that he just gets forgotten over time or something like that. I don't, I'm not saying that's the case with Moses Malone. I don't know. But there's always little details that go into that stuff. Very true, very true. Uh, he just goes to Washington after being traded and averages 24 and 11. <laughs> Yeah. Um, he's t- he's twenty and el- he's twenty four and eleven, then twenty and eleven, then twenty and eleven, then nineteen and ten. Then in the the decline starts pretty rapidly after that. But um, imagine if he was someone who really took care of his body. Or I mean, he does some crazy stuff already, and his really high totals and all that, and he seemed to be extremely durable. But he wasn't really in good shape. No, to be completely honest. He had a little chunky. There was a lot of late in his career, anyway. Yeah, at the beginning of his career, he seemed to be improving. He was skinny at the beginning, but yeah, and he was like the Energizer Bunny, man. Yeah, but even there, I'd say they're in the middle, though. Even still, his prime years, (laughs) he's not in good shape. I don't think. Like people talk shit about Harden right now. Well, kind of look at it. He was more out of shape. Look at his profile picture. It looks like it's a Sixers uniform. He's got like a double chin almost. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just looking up a, a little bit about him leaving. Evidently, at the end of 86, um, he missed the end of the season with a fractured right eye orbital socket. Mm. Um, And then Philly gave up on him. (coughs) They dealt him to the Bullets along with power forward Terry Catledge and two middle future first-rounders in exchange for all-star center Jeff Ruland. And 26-year-old big man Cliff Robinson, not to be confused with the Clifford Robinson that played <laughs> with the Blazers in the 90s. <laughs> Different guy. But Jeff Rulin was out of basketball a year later. Yes. Wow. Of course, the trade ended up disastrously for the 76ers. Moses went on to have a couple years of near-MVP caliber play, while Robinson's play dropped off, and Rulin was decimated by injuries and never even gave the Sixers close to a full season. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Doesn't even really say why they just gave up and on him two first round after picks. he got hurt. Yeah. yeah, that's just that's crazy. Yeah, I I, if I had to take a wild guess, I'd say they thought 
they need to do like a soft reboot with a Maybe that core was over for their window, and they were going to kind of reboot it with Barkley and Cheeks. But I'm not. I don't, I don't know. know who's doing it, but somebody is breathing really hard into their mic. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Like it was oh, like no. reverberating through oh. my headphones. No. Sorry, I wasn't trying to. Get <laughs> Can you still hear it? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, the years they had, like uh, Julius had 14 on 86. Like, he was in 14 years by 86. And you got uh, McAdoo at 13. And you got Moses and Bobby Jones both at 11. So, I mean, they were yeah, they pretty were aging roster. Yeah. Seems that way. All uh, right. Well, we're kind of winding down here. Do we want to start litigation? Sure. 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 All right, Ray. All right. Well, my first one's one I've already kind of mentioned. Yep. Patrick Wh- Ewing? Yeah. Why is Ewing ahead of Malone? Uh... I just feel like the roster Ewing had was just a little bit more crappy than Moses had, and don't don't give the look over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about Charles Oakley today, <laughs> but I just felt Patrick had the team more on his shoulders than Moses ever had. Well, hold on though. Um, so you're talking about Patrick Ewing, who was the top fifty player go. of all time. Yeah, here we go. And Charles Oakley, who's you have as the top fifty player of all time. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so two top fifty players of all time isn't a good team. It is, but I mean that's sometimes all, that's all Moses had. Sometimes you know you have Elijah one, and he just whooped your ass, and that's what happens. Ray, I think you need to admit you fucked up on Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not admitting <laughs> this shit. You need to admit it, buddy. No, nope, not tonight. Uh, Maybe later, but not tonight. <laughs> But, yeah, just uh, Patrick Ewing just, I don't all know. Right. All right, so here's my thing with you, okay, is, uh, okay, I'll give you, uh, I'll say that for sake of the argument, I agree with you that Ewing didn't have the team to win champion uh, win a championship like Malone did. Okay. What about the MVPs? One has three and one has zero. Uh, Moses was a little bit more wide open back in the day. What do you mean? Well, like, the way... He had kind of like a niche spot. Like, I mean, you had top-tier centers like Jabbar and, you know, Russell, but Moses got in there just, you know, that small window where he was just sniping people out and he kind of just sucked it in. And then it just kind of went away because the competition started brick-walling him. Uh, you, have, you have Patrick Ewing, which got brick-walled by Jordan, like, every fucking year. I'll give you the Jordan argument. Yeah. Um, so are you saying that the competition was more fierce for Ewing? Is that what you're trying to say? I think it was probably more fierce for Ewing than it was for Malone. Even though Malone, like, you can't shit on Malone for his competition because it was pretty ragged, but there was probably, like, a good five-year stretch where it was just Malone or bust for the center position. Like, I mean, you can talk about Jabbar, but I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'll give you, he might have been. He had a stand. Might have been the best set. But you got to remember, this is the magic bird right. time period. And he swept the And he still got three MVPs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say that they're, like, uh, maybe on the level of Moses, but, I mean, there was also some good centers in the 70s when he was playing, like Dave Cowens and Willis Reed. Uh, Wes Unsold. Bill Walton. And these are all Bill Walton. These are all first ballot Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, get some some 
lock, stop, and ready to play guys. All MV- I mean, I think everybody we just named has an MVP. Um, and, but I will say this, right? I say that the '90s is the greatest center era, so I can't even argue that it's. I, I can't argue against it now that I've said it. So I mean, right? I'll give you that much. I just don't agree with your ranking. So I mean, that's fine. I have one more for you, Ray. Okay. Why is AI ahead of Moses? Oh man, I don't even know on that one. <laughs> uh, probably because of seeing him play. That's probably the big thing. Moses I didn't get to see to play. I mean, I watched a couple of highlights, and I mean, I can't really do nothing with that. But just I seen AI pretty much. Okay, fair enough. I'm done with you, Ray. Sweet. Now I move on to Drew, who I have the most questions for. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Oh, wow. But the first one's <laughs> the first one's a pretty standard one. Why is Bob Pettit ahead of Bob Pettit? Um, they both. Uh, they both what? <laughs> slow white, slow white guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> not two fat guys either. Two fifteen. How big is Bob? I can't think. One eighty-five. They have Bob Pettit at two oh five. Two oh five. There oh you gosh. go. <laughs> I'm also bigger than Bob Pettit, guys. <laughs> I'm racking in the gains, man. Um, uh, probably I think with their finals, I think they're both kind of similar because they both had teams that were pretty good, a couple of Hall of Famers on them, and they got their championship and they got their finals MVP on it, but then they didn't do anything else. And Bob Pettit has similar MVPs like Moses Malone. Not as many, I don't think, I think he only has. Two. Yeah, he only has two compared to Moses. But Bob Pettit has two scoring titles. Um, rookie of the year. Similar on all NBAs, but I think just because obviously he scored a little bit more and more rebounds, but then you got to put in that M- Moses didn't have as many opportunities to get rebounds, but he still got a bunch. So I think that's probably why. Okay. Now I move on to a little bit more of an interesting one. Why George Gervin ahead of Moses? Ooh. And they are contemporaries. They are. Like, he, like we talked about in that one. Um, that one MVP year, he beats out yep. Gervin. So, I don't know. Let me look and see what I was thinking. Um, I think I can already see on my list now that I've looked back at it now. I see Moses at seven on center's list. I felt like I had to put him down the list because I just because wait, I'm also a victim like Ray did. I have um, what's his face ahead of <laughs> Moses Iverson. I do. Yes, he does. Well, Iverson's about to fade off this list. I'm sorry like, about that. He's mm-hmm. not going to go off the list, but I think AI's going to come down. Just well, join the dark t- side. You Take them all the way up. You two and Uncle Doug all have AI really high. Yeah, well, his his 26 points really grabs you in, <laughs> and then once you get more in death, it's like there's really not much else here. Well, say. I will say this. It is MVP. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hate AI, and I didn't think Wade did either until we started this, but... Wade and I had reservations about AI when we watched him. Wade and I used to like go back and forth with Schaller and be like, yeah, AI's putting up some really big numbers, but he's shooting the ball like 10 times more a game than the, you know, T-Mac or Vince. Because that was always the thing. You know, I was a T-Mac fan, he was a Vince fan, and Schaller was an AI fan. And he'd sit on the front porch and yell at each other about who's better. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to... Like, w- not even trying to be sarcastic or stupid. Like, in my opinion, with with Iverson, 
he's great at one thing, and he's one of the most inefficient players of that generation at that one thing. So it that rubs me the wrong way. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how I look at it. But um, well, I think the George Gurren thing, I think, because it's 25 points a game, kind of like the AI thing. It just popped at me. It's just, I don't know, it's just... But then he doesn't really have much compared to Moses. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. He really does. You mean his two rebounds a game don't compare to the uh, the twelve? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how he has only all NBA teams and four scoring chances. That's his only accolades. Yeah. Compared to three MVPs, the Finals MVP, a championship, like thirteen All Stars, eight All yeah, NBAs, two All Defense, six rebounding championships. Yeah. So. At least you're honest. I mean, you're honest. You got right? me there. I think litigation got me. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> that one. Let's see who's next. Well, here's my. Here's your last one, Drew, and it's my. I think it's the most interesting one, personally. Why you got Doc ahead of Moses? Who? Probably um, because Dr. J gets more hyped up than Moses does. Oh, are you saying his popularity outshines his actual basketball skills? Are you agreeing with me? Maybe a little bit. Oh, Mark's going to be mad at you. That's uh, okay, yeah. Mark. I mean, honestly, that kind of happens a little bit. I mean, okay, this has been a tricky spot now, but we're <laughs> going to try and get our ways out of this. Well, if you think about it, though, when you think about the history of the NBA or you think about the greatest players ever, Dr. J would pop in your mind, I think, before mo- for most people, before Moses. Mm-hmm. Not that he's better, but he's one of the most popular players ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I think Moses is underappreciated. That's I mean, true. That's yeah. like it goes I, both yeah. ways. I think I underappreciated Moses because he falls in with the rest of the centers, and a bunch of them have the same stuff he does. But when you go into the other position groups, they don't have the same yeah. accolades that's and stuff. That's true. That's a very so good I, way to put it. I think that's probably why I have. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, my big thing with the Doc Moses thing is, is um, they joined up to win, and Doc and Moses was the better player. Yeah, uh, that that's the big thing to me is, is it looks like Doc need Doc needed Moses more than Moses needed Doc. <laughs> they did need each other to win. Because <laughs> neither of them were. I mean, Dr. J won in the ABA, but that's totally different. Than they just yeah. needed some brotherly love, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Philly. All right, I'll leave you alone, Drew. Right. Uncle Doug, I only got one for you, and we've already touched on it as well. Oh, yeah. Why is the Admiral ahead of Moses? Right, and I did struggle with that. Um, yeah, it's they're right there together. Um, Robinson's only got one MVP, but he's got two titles. Um, we kind of we kind of destroyed his last title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he is eight times all defense versus two times for Moses. I, I'm still back and forth on those two. That may change. Um, and I think again, a lot of it is, I think Moses is underappreciated. Um, right. I really do. I mean, less you just don't hear about him as much as you do some of these other guys. And unless you watched him play and saw how dominant he was in 83, man, that, that was an unbelievable run. I'm not going to lie. The first time I heard of Moses, that was you saying when Moses went fo fo fo. That's right. That was literally the first time I ever heard of him. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so l- let me ask you guys this. Um, when you think of, like, big basketball uh, sayings or – things that players have said in our lifetime that just ring in your head 
is there anything in your head that's bigger than fo fo fo? Because I I think I have one that's bigger, but only one. I just think of it's over, ladies and gentlemen. After Vince Carter's first dunk in the dunk contest. Oh yeah, okay, that's yeah. K the Jet, right? Saying yes. that, yeah. yeah. Well, for me, it's practice. Practice. We're yeah. talking about practice. I was thinking about that one too. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, fo 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 rings clear it in my does. head so much. Yeah. Ray, you got anything that's bigger uh, than that? Well, I'm a Pacers fan, so the only thing that really rings big is Slick Leonard, every time Reggie hits that three, is boom, baby, every time. So, I mean, that's big for us. What about you, Drew? No, not much. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. The decision by LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> that was not five, game. not six, not seven. I'm trying to think of something that you <laughs> but <have seen>. two, <laughs> 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 but two big. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. All right, Uncle Doug, that's all I got for you. All right, and I have two for you, Willard. Okay, first one's uh, along the same lines as uh, some of the other guys I've asked about. Why Barkley ahead of Moses? Well, I know this is anticlimactic, but. <laughs> I said I fucked up, and I should have put Bar- Swap Barkley and KG. Yep, yep. But uh, if I had to make an argument, because that would put him below Moses. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, if I had to make an argument for it, um, <coughs> Barkley does do things that Moses couldn't do. He'd get up and down the floor. Um, Moses couldn't do that, so you could have a more versatile offense with Barkley. Barkley was a superior um, playmaker, which also helped the entire team run a more efficient offense if you have a big man that can pass that well. Um, and, and <clears throat> sorry, and Charles was a great rebounder too. I mean, he's not quite to that level, but he was one of the best rebounders in the NBA for a long time and in his prime was putting up legit scoring numbers just like Moses. Um, I'd have to give a nod defensively to Moses. Um but if I had to make an argument for Barkley, I would say he's more versatile than Moses Malone. He could do more on a basketball floor, but, he, but there were things that Moses was definitely more dominant at, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, last one. Mm. Pippen. Oh, Pippen. That's a good one, actually. Well, one, the obvious one, six championships to one. Mm. Um, but other than that, um, well, that's, you got a center and a wing. Yeah. Um, one's one of the greatest rebounders ever. One's one of the top perimeter defenders ever. Um, you know, one scored in the paint. One, you know, drove and kind of a little bit of everything offensively and ran point forward. Um, again, I'd probably go versatility. Better defender. One more. But then that gets back to the argument of Where's the is the second best player <laughs> on a six championships more important than the <laughs> One championship, being the best player, so I don't. Uh, I don't that's know. what I was going to bring up in a second. Was this is a good? Uh, we've asked this question a few times, but this one's actually kind of inter- more interesting than some of the ones we brought up before. Like, you're the best player on one champ. Uh, this guy was never the best player on any champs, but he's got six. He's the second best player on six mm-hmm. championships. I'm not saying. I'm not saying one's better than the other right now, but like, it is interesting to think about. Like, what is. What is more impressive? Well, uh, part of that is how you feel about it. Yeah, too. True. I if depending on like your ego and stuff, like if you're fine with being the second guy and winning six, or if you want to be the man and just stick it out, and then you finally get your. I think it kind of depends on how what kind of person you are, depending on how you feel about it. Yeah. So, so what you're what you're saying is, if you get a feeling, just go with it. 
<laughs> That's yeah. right, Ray. I mean, but to kind of summarize what I was trying to say about Pippen, I think Pippen does more on a basketball floor than Moses. Um, Moses utterly dominates a couple things. Pippen was good at almost everything and great at one thing. Yes, sir. So. Agreed. All right. That would be my answer. Well, that is the uh, end of my portion of litigation, unless somebody has something to ask me. Mm. And I forget to look at the list every time. Yep, even though there's like 20 lists sitting around the room. Well, <laughs> I'll just, I mean, I guess I guess. Did you mean to put Barkley ahead of him, unlike me? Uh, I don't know. Um, so you can you can give your opinion on Barkley if you want. Yeah. No, I, I think you had some really good points with Barkley. Um, I don't know that it'll stay that way. I think I think part of it is uh, Barkley is my fifth power forward, What? and he's my fifth center, so I think they're right there together. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, I think they're – both of their biggest strengths are the same thing. They're two of the greatest rebounders of all time. Um, I think I would rethink it. I really do think I would rethink it now. To be honest with you, I think I would probably move Moses ahead of Barkley. But um, I, I do have – I don't know, I, and I'm not even 100% sure why, to be honest with you. I do really, really have a, a spot in my heart for Barkley. Like, I just think he we, we, he, he was so unique. And yeah. well, I just don't think we'll ever see another guy like him. Like well, you know, the best part of Barkley, though, is even after he retired, we all still love him on TNT. Yeah, so yeah. you still see him all the time, mm-hmm. and he's hilarious yeah. and all that. Yeah, although he did talk about the other day that um, he and Shaq have been having conversations about stop doing the TNT show because now they just catch so much flack for being mean all the time. Oh so, my god! And they're like, we're just tired of like. He's like, it becomes unfun when everybody's always whining. He's like, he's like, teams literally call our bosses <laughs> and complain, and then our bosses come talk to us about being too mean to current players. And he's like, it just takes the fun out of it. Oh my god! Cancel culture, go away. <laughs> and the only one I had is, um, I know you don't like him, but you have Chamberlain behind Moses. So if you want to do. Elaborate on having Moses being better than Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, who did we do last last week? You asked me about Wilt too. Who mm. Was last week Dirk? Uh, maybe. Uh, was it Dirk? No, it was. Last week was Oscar. Oh, Oscar. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, I have a lot of problems with Wilt and things that affected his basketball play and I think it I think it it plays out when you compare Russell and Wilt you know one guy was completely dedicated to winning basketball games and the other guy just really really wanted to look good I I agree Uh, (laughs) Wilt was an egomaniac but he did win more than Moses he did um on maybe the most stacked team in the history of basketball um you know, I mean, we're we're talking about three players. A lot of us have in our, you know, top ten, top fifteen, playing on the same team together. Um, that's, I mean, at that time, that especially at that time was completely unheard of. Um, and, you know, Wilt also plays on probably the most, the biggest flop in NBA history. I mean, the '69 Lakers are just like, it's like holy shit! How did you all fuck this up? You know, I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I have a lo- 
lot of feelings on he did he did end up with two titles to Moses's one, but he played with so many stinking Hall of Famers. I mean, a lot of guys that not even not maybe not a lot, but a, f- a few a few guys that made our lists. I mean, West and Baylor, um, but he also played with Billy Cunningham, who's a you know really great first time first ballot Hall of Famer, um, Hal Greer, um, Nate Thurmond. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple, but uh, some really great players in Philly, and uh, well, I guess Philly and Philly, even though it was two different franchises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, and to be honest with you, if Wilt would have played against Moses, I'm not sure that Wilt would ate him up. Oh, he might not have put up Wilt numbers like he did in the '60s, but it would make a good matchup, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we were talking about Kareem's kryptonite earlier, as in Moses Malone. And I know this isn't an apples to apples comparison, but Kareem ate Wilt up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's interesting, and they Moses was just he was very physical. I, I first off, I don't believe he weighed two fifteen. No uh, way. Uh, <laughs> but um, I don't think he weighed, you know, three hundred pounds or anything. But no. I don't think there's any reason to think Moses didn't weigh two fifty, two sixty. You know, somewhere in there. Um, you don't. Guys don't talk about you like, man. I just couldn't keep him off the boards. I just couldn't move him. I just couldn't. Like, he moved me so easily, blah, blah, blah. Guys don't talk about you like that when you weigh 215. I don't give a shit how hard you try. I just... If you weigh 30, 40, 50 pounds less than somebody, they don't just... You you can't just move them with ease. You know what I mean? Like, it it doesn't work like that. I just Googled it. This place says he weighed 260. Yeah. I literally just Googled him. (laughs) I wanted to see what other things said. Yeah, he says he weighs 260. Gotcha. Well, like I've said in the past... We do everything off basketball reference. So, and basketball reference has him at 6'10, 215. So, we may, maybe he weighed 215 his rookie season. I, he I looked really <laughs> skinny, but that's, that's still not very much for someone who's almost seven foot tall. Yeah. Hey, that's, they have Mikhail listed at 215. <laughs> I mean, that's, guys, that's only 30 pounds less than Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have him and Magic Johnson weighing the same. That's yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Does anybody yeah. have any more guys for me, by the way? Uh, I was just gonna say uh, Moses versus Carl. Carl Malone. Yeah. <coughs> um. I assume I have Carl ahead of him. Yeah. 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 You got Carl at a uh, twelve. I think yeah. three or four of us have Carl ahead of him. Yeah, I have Carl ahead. Of him. I, I do. Carl ahead. Um, Carl's a, Carl's actually a a tough one for me because uh, I'm not a huge Carl Malone fan. Um, his numbers are astronomical. I mean, he's one of those guys where you look at his numbers and go, I don't understand. Like, how did he do that? Um, which I think goes a long way towards his reputation because this is another guy we're talking about that, that never won. Um, we, we seem to hold it a lot more against Barkley than we do against, uh, Carl, um, myself included in that. I mean, um, not hundred percent sure why, but, uh, we do. And, 
I don't know. I think part of it may have just been um, where they are on their on their respective lists. I think I have Malone at three on my power forward list, and um, Malone at five on the centers list. And you know, recency bias. Okay. You know, I did watch Carl Malone play. I watched him play in two finals. Um, didn't really get to watch Moses play. Or at least, okay. in, at least when he was decent. <laughs> right. <coughs> nope. Just thought I'd pull up the uh, the Malone Malone conversation because I mean, Uncle Doug talked about Moses's numbers earlier, and he's like fifth on this list and ninth on this list and blah blah. Well, the mailman's higher. The mailman's mm-hmm. what third on the scoring list? Fourth. I mean, uh, he was second until LeBron's going to pass everybody here soon. Yeah. yeah, but I think LeBron got him. The, uh, did he? I thought he did. Maybe so he did. Maybe, maybe he got yeah, close. Sure. He's the all-time leader in assists, the power forward position. I think he's almost the all-time leader in steals. If he's not, he's close. Um, he's got more all-stars, more all-NBAs, more all-defensive teams than Moses. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Anybody else got anything? No. All right. Well, should we give our closing statements on all Moses? Or the... The chairman of the boards. Yeah. By the way, which is a kind of a cool nickname, but it's too damn long. Yeah. Nicknames are supposed to be something I can say quick, but chairman of the boards is pretty cool. All right. So I guess we'll go reverse order. Uncle Doug? Um, I'll, I'll close with what I said earlier from 79 to 83. That five-year span, he was probably the best player in the NBA. Um, doing some of this other going through, you, you kind of wonder what happened there in Philly. I mean, he had the injury that terminated the one season, and then they gave up on him. You know, it's, we like to talk about what ifs. and What if he had stayed? Um, and they brought in some other guys because one of the draft picks they traded away ended up being Brad Doherty. Um, well, they traded him away too. Yeah. I mean, so they could have. they could have been interesting. <clears throat> well, I guess that leads us to me. Um, I think Moses, like Uncle Doug has said a couple times tonight, is uh, underrated. Not as underrated as uh, Mark would think. I'm not going to move him up to number two on my center list. <laughs> but uh, I do believe his career is underrated. And uh, his... Uh, Accomplishments plus his stats put him in an elite league company. Wade? Um, well, I think we've covered just about everything. Um, I mean, he, he just just an utterly dominant player, and when you go through the, the history of basketball, he you can say he was the best player in the NBA for a time of it which only a limited amount of people in the history of the NBA can say that. And he's one of those guys. And he got the championship. He got the finals MVP. He's got the MVPs. He's got the numbers. Um, so I think it's just a simple decision. All right. And Ray? Uh, he wasn't flashy. Uh, he just grit and grind and got the job done. Uh, just a phenomenal player that really kind of got overlooked. Um, but I mean, he's got everything that checks the box, so really makes no sense why he's not, why he wouldn't be on anybody's list. So, okay. 
And Drew. Um, I, like all of you guys said, he checks all the boxes. I think one of the biggest things that I've kind of learned from this episode is that Moses is kind of underappreciated, I think. I think we all can kind of agree to that. Uh, even if players on a team that didn't perform as well in the finals, I think, get more credit than they deserve. Honestly, I think Moses deserves Well, I mean, back then, they all voted whoever votes for finals MVP. They gave it to him, and he definitely deserved it. I think he needs some more credit for that. So, Fair enough, Drew. And that will end our Moses Malone portion of this episode. And that will lead us into trivia. Ray, can I get a marker, please? You sure can. Thank you, sir. And, Drew, I assume you're ready? I am. All right. What you got, TikTok man? It is from TikTok. I saw it last night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was, who was the first NBA team to have a two-digit winning streak and a two-digit losing streak in the same season? So you just want the franchise, huh? It's just the franchise. I'll tell you Hmm. the year, too, when we answer, but I don't need the year. Huh. In the same year. Hmm. All right, I got to guess. You only got 30 shots at it, boys. <laughs> you got an answer. <laughs> I got a guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got one. All right. I said the Lakers. Okay. I said the Warriors. All right. I said the Knicks. I also said the Lakers. It's the 1996-97 Phoenix Suns. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Hmm. They started off the year bad because they traded Barkley away wow. and then all that, and then they traded for Jason Kidd, and they went on an 11-game winning streak. They went on a 14-game losing streak in the beginning of the year, and then they had an 11-game winning streak to end the year. Interesting. They ended up making the playoffs at 40-42. and 42. Hmm. All right. Good question, right, Drew. Yeah. Who would like to go next? I guess I can go. All right. got to make sure I word this correctly. Who has the record for most free throws made per game in the playoffs for one playoff run? Okay. Can you repeat it again? I'm sorry. Who has the record for most free throws made per game in one playoff? Okay. So like the entire run that year. Her game. All right, I got to guess. Same here. I got one. All right, you ready? I'll put Moses Malone. Okay. I said Harden. I said AI. I put Reggie. All right. It is Jerry West at ten and a half. Made? So how many did he go? Uh, apparently a lot. He he made like it was like ten point six or something like that. I think. By the um, way, Moses has a couple seasons where he <coughs> he got to the line like twelve times a game. Yes. Um, Chamberlain has the record for for a career um, far as going to the line over, overall for his entire career. How I many made he made or attempted? I don't remember which one. And then Harden has the se- the regular season record. Uh, okay. Like fifteen. I figured Harden was up there someplace. Yeah. <coughs> All right, who would like to go uh, next? Oh, I got one. All right. We'll go back to my draft stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at it. I didn't look at it. Damn it. <laughs> I had to take a couple weeks off. 
Okay, ABA, 74 draft. That's when Moses was drafted. In the third round. Okay. Um, <laughs> he was drafted by who? Oh, shit. And Ray's on the wrong Put the goddamn screen back on <laughs> Ray took it off. Yeah. I had a couple different things, and one of them I was going to say round, and you already said oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry, Uncle Doug. No, that's okay. Uh, the other one was what I ended up asking, and I was hoping Ray would take that off before. Oh, man. Should have shut my mouth had I gotten a question right. He <laughs> oh, was, man. by the way, yeah. the, the 28th pick, because they only had 10 teams when they started in 74. So it was third round, but it was the 28th pick. In the end of the third round. Right, very end of the third round. Hmm. Hmm. I have no idea. I'm just, oh, my God, I might get one this week. <laughs> oh, my God. I probably started at that damn screen for three hours before we got here. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm just guessing. I don't know. All right, I put a team down. I'm ready, yeah. I put the Nets. Put the spirits. I put the Syracuse. I said the stars. Ray is correct. The Utah Stars. Damn it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Go Ray. I was still ready like three weeks ago. I mean, I was ready for that oh, draft I question. I, I, I had the draft like the first bitch. 20 picks memorized. It was Vince Carter's ready. draft, too. I was on it. <laughs> Ray, do you remember mm. what episode we were on last time you got a point? Fuck no. I don't <laughs> 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 well, would you like to ask us a question, Ray? Yeah, let me ask one. Which you're not going to get, but I'll ask it anyway. <laughs> All right. <That's> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Smith. Who was the first <laughs> Who was the first NBA Oh wait. Who was the first NBA f- Okay, who was the first NBA first round pick in 1967 <laughs> <laughs> who signed with an ABA team? Oh. Okay. Um Who was the first NBA first round draft pick in 1967 who signed with the ABA team? I I don't know. I have no idea. You're welcome. That's where I guess I'm Smith and get it right. Yeah. I mean, if you go Smith, Williams, something (laughs) like that, good good chance. I don't know. I, I got I wrote someone down. All right, I wrote someone down. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but I wrote somebody down. Hey everybody, yeah. I put Rick Barry. I put Rick Barry. I put Artis Gilmore. Put Elvin Hayes. Right from the Indiana Pacers, Mel Daniels. Huh. Well, at least I know that who that is. Yeah, at least I know. <laughs> yeah, there's some <laughs> like my boy Tyrone in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Carmel. It's funny because I saw that like a week or two later. It's some stupid thing on one of the basketball websites I go to for trivia questions. Tyrone. Yeah, it was like you won't. It said like you won't believe what Carmelo Anthony went by in middle school, and I was like, son of a bitch, I know. <laughs> it's Tyrone. All right, here's my question, guys. So just a couple nights ago, I actually uh, sent you this graphic. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic is now second all-time 
in games with 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 15 assists. Okay. He's now only behind the big O. Who are the two guys that are now in third that he passed? Do we have to get both of them? Yep. I'm going to start paying attention to your graphics. I'm going to study them from now on. Like, I look at them, but now it's like, crap. <clears throat> I don't know. There was quite a few there. I, I sent you guys and nobody responded <laughs> to me. And I was like, well, people are tired of talking to me about basketball. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Yes, yeah, just a few nights ago. Luka Doncic did a uh, feat um, that I sent you a graphic about. Uh, he was He's now second all-time in 30, 10, and 15 games behind the big O. There are two guys tied now for third place. Who are they? I know one. Does, does the 10 and 15 have to be 10 boards, 15 assists? Yep. By the way, I did just... Um, Jokic is now seven triple-doubles away from being the all-time triple-double center. He's going to pass Wilt seven. Uh, I got a guess. I mean, I have, I have two down. Crap. I'm drawing my blank on this last one. I was just thinking of somebody. I'm pretty sure I, I got one. I'm debating on the other. Uh, I yeah, I don't think I got it, but it's all right. All right, I'm ready. Ray, good. Is that everybody? Yeah. All right, what we got? I said Bird and Westbrook. Put Westbrook and Harden. Magic and Westbrook. I put Westbrook and James. Drew is correct. Damn it! Let's go. Magic and Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, they both had seven apiece. Doncic has eight now, and Oscar has 22. Whoa. Um, The other thing I sent you guys was that Luka is now 10th all-time in triple doubles, and Jokic is 7th. And if Jokic keeps doing what he's doing now, because he's had like a triple double in like eight or nine straight games, he will pass... uh, well, he'll pass Chamberlain in seven triple double. I just said that, but um, he's not. He's well, I guess he's he's thirty behind LeBron. Um, but LeBron only plays like four or five games before he sits out for a week. So I don't know. But yeah, it, once you reach LeBron, then Kid's right ahead of him. So there's not much to do to catch Kid. <laughs> and there's a little bit of a gap to get Magic. And then there's a pretty large gap to get to Oscar and Westbrook. But if Luka and Joker keep doing what they're doing, they're going to destroy all those guys. Just destroy them. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, um, the totals are as follows. Ray with 21. Yes, yes. And then it is Uncle Doug with 44. Drew moving ahead of Uncle Doug with 45. Feel bad. Yeah. Alex with 51. And Wade with 58. Wade's lead was not cut into this week, but we can only hope for next week. Gotta hurry. I'm retiring soon to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So we appreciate you tuning in for our Moses Malone episode, Chairman of the Boards. And uh, we would appreciate you tuning in next week for our episode on Bill Russell, the greatest winner in modern sports history. And we appreciate you listening to Sports the Nemo Way.